What's happening there, Reject Nation? Greg and John here today. We just got out of the premiere for the movie Light Year. John, I picked up one of these two at the after party. I gave mine away to a, a little kid who wasn't able to get one. I took mine from a little kid who was. So, all these people who think John's nicer than me. No, I'm just definitely more humble, and I think it shows. <laughs> Your humbleness is off the charts right now, my guy. It's been a while since we've seen like one of the trailers for this film, but I was really much looking forward to it. Now, I want to get this out of the way. There's a lot of things that people debate about this. One thing to debate is, should you guys hit the like button on this video? Yes, you absolutely you should. should. I definitely think you should. Helps us out in the algorithm. Secondly, what exactly is this movie? Is it a prequel? Is it based off a real-life astronaut? I feel like I've always had it right, and John's had a very different point of view. Again, John, I'm much more humble than you to say that I was right. Can you please time. tell me what what it was, because I still movie, don't know. This movie makes it abundantly clear at the very top of the film. This um, movie could have saved us a lot of confusion. <laughs> putting it in the trailer? <laughs> the trailer I know, it's, trailer. it's the literal first thing on screen. It's the yeah. context. Basically, what they set up is that there is a movie that Andy watched that is about Buzz Lightyear, and then the toys that you watch that he plays with, with Buzz Lightyear and Zerg and all that, that is based off of the movie that Andy watched. So it's like an in-universe film that you're watching. With that in mind, I, I was kind of wondering very early on, it took a little bit of adjusting of, could I really get into this movie though? Because it made me so aware at the very top that this is a piece of fiction. This is a movie. I know it sounds silly and stupid because Toy Story is obviously a, a piece of fiction. <laughs> but this is a movie within a franchise. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's drawing attention to itself that this is not real. Maybe the stakes won't feel real, but I got to say that I really think this movie actually very much delivered. So this film in a lot of ways is a big blend, a, a splice of a whole bunch of different space sci-fi opera films that you've seen before. Things like Interstellar, Gravity, Star Trek, Star Wars, 2001, A Space Odyssey, Alien. The best way I can describe the way they handled this space sci-fi genre was the way I felt with Incredibles, how they did the superhero genre Pixar of, wow, they managed to do like a great animated medium version of a superhero genre and do things that you couldn't normally do in a superhero film. I thought that they did that here, but also keeping it very family friendly and at times heart wrenching, but always full of wonder, a lot of existential themes. We'll get into the plot in a little bit. Why don't you tell them, I imagine, do we echo the same? I here? think we do. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, why don't you tell them what the plot of this movie is actually about? The plot of the movie within the movie. Yes, within <laughs> the movie. Basically, Buzz Lightyear, the titular hero, is on a mission to fix a mistake he made that basically strands all of Star Command, or at least his unit, on this desert planet that is very hostile. And then from there, beyond that, come Zerg and other threats to deal with. He has to challenge himself, as well as his young group of cadets, to rise to the occasion and save the day, and hopefully complete the mission, get everybody back home. Yeah, you know, in the movie Interstellar, the movie's a few years old, so slightly ruining the plot of Interstellar for you guys. What is that version of time travel called? Uh, time, uh, di not dilation. Uh, time dilation. It is time dilation? Yeah, where, where if you're traveling at a different rate in time, time moves differently yeah. for you than it does for other people. Yeah. That painful experience of, oh my God, I, I've, I've missed out on a few years, although my loved ones around me have aged. And, and the trailers do show that that is what he goes through in this film. One thing I thought that was so wonderful about this film of how they capture their characters is that so much of the way the plot unfolds is the protagonist making just 
human errors, human mistakes from trying to do the right thing. Yeah, it's, it's not, always that one little thing you missed. Yeah. yeah. It's not just with Buzz Lightyear, uh, who, by the way, is, is great in this film. I think Chris Evans did an exceptional job at capturing the essence that we knew and loved from what Tim Allen did with the toy version of Buzz Lightyear, but he truly makes it his own. Like, it's very easy to distinguish the two of them. And the fact that they do space travel in here, my mind did drift off for a split second going, oh man, it'd be cool if they did some like weird multiverse thing where he goes into the real world. <laughs> right, where he goes into like Andy's world specifically, <laughs> yeah. then our real world. And then we see like, like Buzz Lightyear yeah. from, you know, from Toy Story. Buzz Lightyear right? toy. How yeah. cool would that be? And then Tim Allen shows up. Yeah, I think that would be a really awesome film. And I, I do think that he did such a great job here. A big part of what they set up with this character is his struggle to be able to cooperate and work with others. His ability to accept help, feeling like he always has to kind of do everything on his own. He has trust issues. Not that they really dive into the background of that, but that is such a core essence of this character. And I think it's a, another movie that's great for family. And I think easily, easily the standout character, though. We haven't even discussed it, but I, I'm just going to throw it you to you. You know. Who is it? It's, it's Socks. Socks it's got to be Socks, the cat. Yeah. <laughs> the most adorable supporting character. And I mean, Disney Pixar, they are known for these kinds of marketable supporting characters. But hey, they knock it out of the park again. Socks is so much fun. A very useful character, but also a character with a huge amount of personality and really rounds out the ensemble for sure. Usually a bit cynical whenever a character like that shows up at first. Like, oh, here we go. The toy. And yes. It's, and it's like literally a, a cute it, merchandise. It's, it's a robotic cat. So I'm like, you've designed merch now to sell. Congratulations, Disney. And uh, as I say cynically while attending your premiere. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Easily, like, the crowd, you could tell, just fell in love with this character and it was seriously the best part of the film. I, I, I actually would be like, no, yeah, no, Socks was the best part of the movie to me. Hey, hands down. <laughs> yeah. There's a, in a movie filled with good stuff and a lot of great, uh, really enjoyable characters and voice performances. Yeah, I mean, Socks is a scene stealer. Absolutely. And as you see in the trailer, again, um, again, I'm referencing the trailer as to make sure not to spoil, because there's a lot of big plot things in this movie that are not revealed in the trailer. In the trailer, as you see, that when you start this movie off with Buzz Lightyear, uh, his partner, Space Ranger Hawthorne, is his partner, his best friend. And then as he gets a little bit more into the future, now he's dealing with the granddaughter. Is the granddaughter played by Kiki, Kiki Palmer? Both Kiki Palmer, or is only the granddaughter Kiki Palmer? Uzo Aduba, I believe, is Alicia, the, the uh, okay. granddaughter mother, his best friend, and then, yeah, Kiki Palmer is uh, her granddaughter, Izzy. Well, both characters are wonderful. It's the really great move to me, yeah. There are all sorts of reasons people roll their eyes at, like, oh, yeah, spunky young female astronaut or whatever, but, yeah, like, their friendship was so endearing and tangible, and then the relationship that unfolds with Izzy, the granddaughter, and, you know, the more sort of workplace struggles that they face as they try to solve these intergalactic problems set before them. Yeah, like, there's a lot of really wonderful growth. There are moments, especially featuring those characters and their relationship to Buzz that made me emotional and made me tear up. Even during scenes that were also involving action and, you know, heavy stakes and whatnot. I mean, I'm glad you brought up the action because this is some of the best action Pixar has done. It's like, do I think the, the fight scenes are as good as The Incredibles? I wouldn't necessarily say that, but it's very different. It's, it's all sci-fi space stuff, you know, bugs aliens, lasers, a lot of great camera movements. I would say that this is one of the more intense Pixar movies. There are sequences in here that are just flat out suspenseful, and you do get that 
awe-inspiring space travel experience, and it's a pretty existential film, you know? Yeah, yeah, it manages to do what I think a lot of great space travel sci-fi, even action sci-fi movies do, while never feeling like it's pandering too young and never feeling like it's aiming way above anybody. Like, it really has, yeah, some sci-fi themes, some existential themes, a lot of great character humor and beats, and a, you know, big high-concept yeah. story, yeah. Yeah, it's not like the more reflective sci-fi thing that Wally e was. Which but it's got shades of that. It's got, no, that's what I mean. It has like contextual exploration of those things, but the the vibe is very space adventure. Yeah, absolutely. You know? and, and I think they do a really wonderful, like this is out of A, Pixar movies, and B, just animated movies right now. This was the most I sort of lost the line between watching an animated film and watching just a live action movie. Like even just the yeah. melding of Chris Evans' voice with the animation of that character. But even further, you mentioned like the camera work and I know there's been a big debate in movie culture recently about how do we credit cinematographers in, you know, these big CG movies because people think, oh, it's just effects animators. But no, like cinematography is a huge part of it and there's so many really amazing camera choices, lens choices, lighting choices that really bring this to life and make you feel like you're watching a real movie, which is a weird thing to say because it is a real movie. But yeah, it makes you feel like you're watching a live action movie and you exist in the animated realm. Needless to say, like the music is also great. I, don't know. I think there's a couple of supporting characters that took a little bit of time for me to warm up to, but eventually you do. And uh, yeah, I don't really have an issue with this film. I'd actually say I want to watch this again on IMAX. Yeah, and I could have watched it for, for 10 or 15 minutes longer. And this is the first time in a long time I thought I want to see that in 3D. Yeah, there's some beautiful. really great scope. Well, guys, the film delivered. Don't know what else to say. Thank you guys so much for being here because yeah, this was a uh, pretty incredible. blast. Thank you guys. Subscribe, click that bell, and we'll, we'll talk with you guys soon. Lance Door. Lance Door, buddy. Listen, man, we asked each other, who would we want to go to space with? And you know, well, we decided who at our Patreon would be fun to go to space with? Lance, Lance Door. Door. Tell them why, John. Lance, oh my God, in space where clearly strength means everything, you would be the person to command our intergalactic oh, so mission. True. We would go to infinity so and beyond because so of beyond. your leadership, your, Lance Door. Your leadership, Lance. You would not make any mistakes whatsoever. And that's what I love about you is just your unhuman <laughs> levels of perfection, Lance. I just want you to know how much I hold you on this pedestal, all right? Space, the wonders of the cosmos, screw all that, buddy, all right? It's all about that beautiful, tanned Canadian I know called Lance. Canadians in space. Cana <laughs> space Canadians. <laughs> and the, uh, the, the world of the great white beyond. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, so, hey. He's a, he's a fighter now. He could be a firefighter. Dude, he could be a space fighter. Dude, how cool would Lance look? putting out a fire in, a, in some kind of like spaceship corridor yeah yeah it would yeah. be cool it'd be sexy it yeah. must be a great way to get away from that family once and for all yeah all right lance in space no one can be like hey what about us your life yeah your you rocks you best know? best astronaut stars hey, once provide for us and be emotionally supportive we've seen stories of people being like i gotta be away from my family and it's heartbreaking but what if there was a story about one who was like i'm going to space to get so away from much my better. family <laughs> i didn't even want to go to space but now that i'm up here i don't have to talk to any of those people <laughs> new lands <laughs>